He's been described to me as a champion for women inside a loveless marriage. Dr. Doug Weiss, the founder of Heart to Heart Counseling Center, has unlocked amazing biblical truth through a term he's called intimacy anorexia, and in doing so, has helped countless marriages find restoration through the grasp of infidelity and pornography. Amazing women inside the Treasured Tribe. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and I want to welcome you to a very special Live Treasured podcast. We have a guest today that I am just so excited. And when I say excited, I'm literally sitting on the edge of my seat excited, prayed this morning that God would just bring in all the women who need to hear it today. For my guest, Dr. Doug Weiss. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Eileen. Really excited. We are so glad you're here. I found out about the Heart to Heart Counseling Center because one of our Treasure Tribe members who is so dear to me and I'm so close to, she is she is my spiritual daughter, uh, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. I have watched, um, I have been with her through her struggle inside of her marriage and I have literally watched her marriage transform through the Heart to Heart Counseling Center and the resources, the books, the DVDs that you all uh, provide. And so anytime I find a treasure like this, a resource for women, I want to share it with our audience. And so thank you for not only what you're doing in her life, but what I know you're doing in countless marriages. Um, So I want to go ahead and uh, just dive into uh, the topic today, which is intimacy uh, anorexia. Um, And can you tell our audience what that term is. This is something that you uh, actually established and um, and coined that term. What sure. what does that mean? Well, oh, you know, I've been working with couples for over thirty five years, and somewhere along the way, um, and a lot of them deal with you know, sexual addiction and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, they weren't having intimacy uh, physically, mostly or spiritually. Mm-hmm. And really, I got a download from God, and it was, um, and we call it intimacy anorexia. There's the, the biblical background for that. We have a DVD called The Sin of Withholding. Mm-hmm. And I really walk through scripturally how withholding is a sin. Mm-hmm. But in, the, in, a, in a marriage, the way this kind of flesh pattern shows up, we call it intimacy anorexia. It is the active withholding of spiritual, emotional, and sexual intimacy from your spouse. Now, everyone else thinks you're a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. But when you go home, your wife's begging to be loved. No, mm-hmm. can't get to your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're critical of her. You're you're too busy for her. You blame her for all the problems in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You withhold love specifically the way she likes to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know, creating pain and distance. And a woman feels married and alone. She mm-hmm. feels like a roommate. She feels like mm-hmm. oh, we're not really in love anymore. We're just raising kids or we're just living together. But I don't I don't really know you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so this. 
is very, very painful dynamic. And it can go on for decades that these women can suffer. Mm. And so here's a woman and she's, it, I would think it would be even more painful um, than a situation like divorce because here you are inside of a marriage and on the outside, everything looks fine. I'm, I'm sure a woman mm-hmm. is interpreting what is wrong with me. Why won't he connect with me? Is that what you hear? Oh, absolutely. And actually, you know, your intuition is right, Eileen, because statistically, we did a research project about a, two years ago, uh, and we wrote a book called The Partner Betrayal Trauma. Mm-hmm. And there were three populations of women that we studied. Mm-hmm. It was 144 women, pre and post test, about nine, different, nine to 12 different scales. And um, the populations were women who've experienced infidelity, mm-hmm. women who've experienced sexual addiction, you know, pornography addiction, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and women who are married to intimacy anorexics. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think that you would have all kinds of variables in those scores. Mm-hmm. They were within 1% on every scale. Really? So when wow. you're neglected, mm-hmm. it's the same as infidelity. The mm-hmm. trauma isn't the what of the trauma. The trauma is the who of the trauma. Mm. And when your husband promises to love, honor, and cherish you and then neglects you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that pain affects your spirit, affects your soul, and actually affects your body. I've had women with fibromyalgia, um, all kinds of immune diseases and uh, uh, physical issues because their body's literally experiencing the starvation of their husband's uh, spiritual and emotional neglect. He won't share his feelings with her. He won't connect with her. He won't pray with her. When they're being physical, he's not connected, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And so it's very, it's a very alone life. A very alone And then she has to pretend to be the good Christian woman, go to uh-huh. Sunday school, go to church, you know, raise her kids right, mm-hmm. do all the good things. Mm-hmm. And yet there's no fuel going into her soul. From her husband. Right, right. And I know, I mean, just from personal experience, I feel more intimate with my husband when, you know, when he's opening up to feet. To me, I feel more secure to be to be more intimate with him um, when when that's going on. So mm-hmm. so it's almost like they're uh, they're probably questioning and pretending and then reading all these books about how they can fix them, you know, what what's wrong with me. Um, where the problem lies in the the spouse or the partner, what makes a partner, um, a spouse, afraid to, or or is it fear? I guess um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what makes, what triggers the intimacy anorexia? Because obviously that's a coping mechanism for something. Sure. Um, and it, and well, let me tell you what it is not. Okay. It is not the wife that triggers it. Did y'all hear that? Can we just pause for a second? It's not the wife. It's not it the wife. It's not, not the wife that causes sexual addiction. Fault. It's not the wife that causes all kinds of stuff. The wife doesn't cause intimacy anorexia. And here's the sad thing, Eileen. When they're dating, the dating relationship feels very normal because as long as the intimacy anorexic has an exit, they can feel like they can you know, show up. Mm-hmm. But I've had women, hundreds of women. I've worked with over 5,000 women over 35 years. And... Um, I've had hundreds of women tell me, on the wedding night, it changed. Really? Because now the anorexic has a closed door, and, mm-hmm. and, and now they get into object relationship with their spouse, and it changes, it shifts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes months, but sometimes it's the first night, mm-hmm. um, where they don't even have um, a sexual encounter on the first night. We have a YouTube on that. We've got hundreds of YouTubes on all this stuff, but wow. uh, on, on, you know, I didn't have sex on my wedding night. Mm-hmm. And it's got, I don't know, how many hundreds and hundreds of hits on that thing, um, mm-hmm. because it happens quite often. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's not the wife that activated. The, the causes of, um, of intimacy anorexia are uh, sexual abuse. So if he mm-hmm. was sexually abused mm-hmm. by a man or a woman, mm-hmm. you know, like I had a guy in here just recently, you know, who thought he was 15 and, and a sexual behavior with a uh, sexual intercourse with a 24 year old was not sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So switch the gender, 15 year old girl, to 24 year old guy, he goes, he goes to jail. Right. 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 So some guys don't know that they were sexually abused. And then there is sexual addiction, which creates a neuropathic attachment to an object world. Mm-hmm. Through, through the way God made our body, we have these endogenous opiates. It hits the, the prefrontal cortex of the brain, and we literally attach, almost like Spider-Man, to that image or person. Mm-hmm. And these guys get thousands of attachments to an object world. So mm-hmm. they don't know how to connect to the real world that actually has their own needs and their own voice and their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so, the, so they actually move them towards the intimacy anorexic pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the third cause is usually in the family of origin, either a cross-gender attachment or they... You know, the guy couldn't attach to his mom. She wasn't safe or she wasn't there or mm-hmm. she was abusive mm-hmm. or actually role model neglect were in the family of origin. One or both parents were intimacy in Mexico, so there was no intimacy mm-hmm. and the child actually couldn't attach. You know, mm-hmm. a case like that this week where the guy just, there was no hope he was going to attach mm-hmm. with how bad his parents were. So there was no hope because he had no model of... He had no model. He, he had nowhere for his heart to attach. Dad okay. wasn't safe. He was an alcoholic and crazy, right? Uh-huh. And mom wasn't safe. She was, uh, she had all kinds of behavioral issues and stuff going on in her life. And neither one, he was, uh, I, I tell guys like this that, you know, did it feel like you were more managed than mm-hmm. related to growing up? Mm. No. Did you ever feel emotionally comforted by your mom? Right. And usually those guys who have that family of origin stuff don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's... Can you imagine going through 18 years of life and never being emotionally, you know, nurtured? Right. Right. And so then that has an impact. They have to adapt. They have to adapt. They have to adapt. And so then, is, is this correct? So then the need for um, the sexual release is still there, but instead right. of... Um, instead of It's not connected to intimacy, though. It's not connected to a okay. soul. It's connected to an object. It's connected to an object. And so, and so men that are struggling with intimacy, anorexia, do they normally... Um, revert to things like infidelity or um, pornography. Not usually, infidelity, usually pornography. Usually pornography. Because they, okay. they don't want they don't want a relationship with a person. So infidelity would cost them a relationship. That's not usually not usually their gig. Over thirty five years, it almost never happens with an intimacy anorexic. Okay. Uh, but the wife feels like you know is he does he have a same sex attraction? Is he cheating on me? You mm-hmm. know where's the beef? Because mm-hmm. I'm not getting I'm not getting loved. Right. You know, so that's a normal question. I can tell you, we've done, I can tell you more than probably two or 3,000 polygraphs. And that question comes up all the time mm-hmm. because it's like, well, we haven't had sex in six years. Wow. Oh, right. You know, I've had couples up to 20 years sleeping wow. in the same bed who, who are not having sex. I'm like, wow. Wow. And this a- is in the church. This is in the church. This isn't, yeah. you know, some far off place in, you know, New Hampshire. This is everywhere in every church all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i even have i even have a, a youtube on you know uh pastors you know when when my uh uh when a church member says they're not having sex or something like that and so because it's so often that pastors are getting hit with that question mm-hmm. but they don't know what to do right right you know i have an mdiv and i love pastors and i've been one but they're not trained in these things no no, they're not. It's not, and then, not their fault. It's just that, you know, you know, buy them the book. You know, everyone go buy your pastor this book and give it to them. It'll help right. them a lot. But right. it's really, really 
it's very prevalent. Right, right, inside of the church. And then one of the things that um, the Treasure Tribe member that I talked about shared with me is that she was literally, she was not only starving inside of her marriage, but she was starving for a place really where she could share all this. And kind of to your point, um, you know, inside of church we can share about cancer, we can share about whatever, but but to say my husband hasn't had sex with me in six years, you know, I, you know, we don't talk about that inside of a small group. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, so there is, um, there's not really a reference point or a place where this person can relate. And so left to that, um, she's well, trying they feel to feel ashamed just, too, because mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, the person you're discussing and, and most mm-hmm. of the women I deal with are godly, good hearted, mm-hmm hardworking, and attractive. Mm-hmm. I've had women who literally won their state beauty contest, Miss wow. of their state. Wow. And their husband didn't touch them for years. Okay, wow. this is not about their beauty. It's not about their body. It's not about their, their having a gray hair or a wrinkle or have gained five pounds after being pregnant mm-hmm. or 50. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you that a lot of women who suffer with this, their symptoms on the married and alone side, we have a book mm-hmm. called Married and Alone, Mm-hmm. And on that side, we did research there. Um, depression is very common. Mm-hmm. Weight gain is very common. Mm-hmm. Lower self-esteem is very common. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I remember I was in Canada. I was doing a conference, and this lady came up who was, you know, significantly overweight, obviously depressed. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she had low self-esteem. She comes kind of up to me, and she, you know, she's, Doug, you know, you know, would you pray for me? I said, well, you know, what I want you to do is I want you to go home and ask your husband if he's doing pornography. Mm. And she goes, why? Because you have all the you're, you're looking, you have all the symptoms of a wife wow. who, whose husband is doing pornography. Mm-hmm. And so, she, so I was there for two days. So she actually went home, did that, came back the next day, and he came up with her mm. and said, "Yes, I am, and I really need to get free." And they started the, the church started a group, and everything was great. But mm-hmm. you know, so women carry these symptoms of neglect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sometimes I, I look at a woman and go, "Oh my gosh, mm. she looks so unloved." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's carrying the, the and, and with that comes the depression and, and all those things. Depression, medical issues. Right. All kinds of stuff. Right. But, but no and way to the get temptation to the root. Because here you are, you're a good godly woman, you're 34 mm-hmm. years old, right? You're going to the gym, you look like a, a, a wonderful woman, mm-hmm. and guy looks at you in a, in a, in a kind of mm-hmm. like, wow way. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know how mm-hmm. painful that is? Right. Because you haven't right. seen that wow look from your husband in 10 years. Right, right. And here you are keeping yourself fit and happy and mm-hmm. doing the right things. And it, it, that causes so much pain for some of these women because they're good women. Yeah. They don't want to hurt God's heart. They don't want to hurt their, themselves. Yeah. But they're being neglected. Right. And so, then, and so then a man notices her and tells her all the things that, her husband should be telling her, and it awakens, you know, something inside of her, and uh, and then that might open up the door to um, to to infidelity on on her end, or really, um, I, I would imagine there would be a lot of frustration too, you know, in mm-hmm. inside of that experience if you're trying to do all the right things. Oh no, that's called rage. Rage, we, yeah. One of, the, one of the first things we do <laughs> is that we do a cleansing and temple exercise because their temple, you know, spirit, soul, and body is being defiled and hurt and injured. Yeah. And so they're storing this trauma inside their body, and they do feel rage and hurt. And if they suppress that rage, it turns to depression. 
do you... sometimes they medicate it, which we've, you know, we talked about in various ways. Right. Which is with food, with, um, with work, with, um, with alcohol, all of those things, um, can, can try to soothe that. You mentioned the cleansing the temple exercise. Do you describe that inside of a resource that you have? Yes. Uh, we describe it inside of, um, it's, uh, it's a great Christian marriage book, which like for a woman who like is wants to kind of like, I can't, you know, tell my husband he's in intimacy anorexic, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get this Christian uh, marriage book. It's called Intimacy, a hundred day guide to lasting relationships. It's a great mm-hmm. book. There's there's two pages on intimacy and anorexia, okay? Mm-hmm. But in there we talk about the cleansing and temple, you know, because if you've been abused or banned and stuff like that, and so we, that exercise is clearly outlined in there. The feelings exercise, the dailies, which is part of the solution for intimacy and anorexia, mm-hmm. is in that book. Two mm-hmm. feelings, two praises, and prayer every day. Mm-hmm. And so you could actually just do the, that book and get the conversation started, and you just work on the solutions and see if the marriage can start improving. Right, right. Okay, and so, um, and is that book offered on Amazon, on your website? Where can I... On, uh, if they go to drdougweiss.com, it's there. Okay, drdougweiss.com. We've got about, about 50 books, so they might have to, like, you know, look around a little bit, but it's a, it's a uh, intimacy, 100-day guide to lasting relationships is that book. Okay, and what we'll do is we'll provide the link um, to your website and also that okay. book specifically um, because I, I would imagine that that would be a very powerful uh, exercise. Um, so, in fact, the woman that I'm referring to um, uh, it told me about her experience with that and how, cl- how cleansing that was uh, for her. So, so if there is a woman that is listening today and she finds herself inside of this marriage you know you've got well one what a what a relief to know that it's not your fault that this is not on you that the way that you're being treated neglected is not the result of the way that you look or or who you are it's the result of a man's either family origin or trauma that he's been through and and the result of that so what can a woman do if she is, she's praying her heart out, she's in the word of God, she's being faithful to him, she's filling her cup with the Lord, but we all know that God wants more inside of our marriages. Um, and, and, you know, one of the reasons he does is because the Bible tells us that, you know, the intimacy that we have with our husbands, it's to be a reflection of I mean, Christ in the church, that that's how sacred and beautiful the marriage covenant is. But if it's not a woman's fault, what can she do? Well, the first thing with any problem, you want to get informed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they can go to the website Intimacy Anorexia or Dr. Doug Weiss and get start with Intimacy Anorexia and Married and Low. Uh, and that'll start with some of the solutions. Now, for support, you know, uh, we have a Facebook group for Married and Alone Wives. And men, because, you know, there's, there's men who are married to women like this. Mm-hmm. It's not just a man issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have Facebook groups they can join there and there, and we also have telephone groups, and, there's, and they can come and do it intensive for mm-hmm. themselves or for the marriage mm-hmm. and, and move through it or do telephone uh, counseling. So we have a full line of services of what they can do. They can just call and, you know, someone in my office can tell them, you know, uh, what their next steps are if they want to do that. And that's 719-278-3708. And they can, you know, take them to the next step. But get informed, get support, and then start addressing it with him. Right. Don't address it with him until those first two steps are done. Okay. 
Okay. Because you're going to need support because if he's in denial or if he's a bully and he uses mm-hmm. anger to control you, which uh, a lot of anorexics use uh, anger or silence as a way to control their wives, mm-hmm. that's going to be the first thing you might go to. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want support to push through that particular step of the process. Right. And how awesome that you provide all of that through resources and through um, the, the woman that I'm talking about that I keep referring to. Uh, she started there. Uh, I think that they found that the husband actually found out about this. And I believe it was through YouTube. I'm not sure exactly, but he watched one of your teachings, which I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel and I just love it. So I would recommend that to our audience as well. Um, And then they ordered resources and then they decided to go to intensive counseling, um, which you provide. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the intensive is where people fly into Colorado Springs for three, uh, three to five days and with myself or um, other therapists that do intensives here in my office. And, uh, you know, they get assessed and they start working on the solutions and they go to groups and they get uh, education uh, uh, videos throughout the day. So there's a lot. They get a lot done in, the, in that three to five days. And for mm-hmm. intimacy direction, we generally recommend five days because especially if the, if the, if the IA is not totally sold yet, mm-hmm. it, it takes a little while to break that denial. Um, right. but, and, it's, but, and it's good stuff. And um, the other resource is called Sin of Withholding. That really helps people who are Christians go, oh, my gosh, what I'm doing isn't just wrong. It's sin. It's sin, right. And once they realize it's sin, then the Holy Spirit can start working with them on it, and they Mm -hmm. can start using some of their, you know, accountability and uh, using their spiritual resources to start actually helping them. Right, right. So, um, right, yeah, I mean, and that's a great point to, to point it out that it is sin, and so, you know, that, that it needs to be dealt with. And hopefully um, men will come to a place where they see that this is something that, that they want. But if, if a man has been in the traps of uh, the pornography, you're talking about the object world, the world where they can go to to have that physical release or, or whatever, where there's no um, fear of connecting versus connecting with, with a wife – once he's come to the point where he's ready to change, um, I, you know, uh, Jeremy Wiles, who I know that you, you all do mm-hmm. the Soul Refiner together, um, he's been a guest on our show too. And he tells me that it takes a long time to break that, like in, in your brain, because it transforms the way that you think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in, in the interim of that, how long how long should a woman expect for there to be this, this break in that cycle? Well, it, it really depends on the, on the, on the person because if mm-hmm. the person, it depends how far the last time was that they reinforced that. Mm-hmm. If that was days, weeks, months, or years ago, it would be quite a different uh, process. But it's not just important that they stop using the, the images. It's, mm-hmm. it's as important that they learn how to have sex in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. We have a great book called Upgrade Your Sex Life. You know, where we, where we teach eyes open, lights on, nurturing conversation. Find the sexual expression of your spouse so you can speak their specific sexual language. It's so important to understand how your mm-hmm. spouse is made. Mm-hmm. And that's its own little separate journey. So it depends on what's the, uh, what's the distance between the, the bad reinforcement and what is the level of connectedness in the uh, relational um, uh, connection. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And that's going to be different for every person. That's going to be different for everyone. And, and you know, it, 
but if they're doing the other work uh, on the intimacy anorexia, like the dailies and connecting and all the other stuff, it can be really quick, mm-hmm. you know, where the wife feels fed, attached, and connected mm-hmm. to. I mean, I've done intensives, and a month later, follow up on a phone call, and the lady's like, Dr. Weiss, I don't know what you do with my husband, but this new guy's awesome. They love it, right? <laughs> right? They love it. Like He's connected to me. He loves me. We're going on dates. We're having sex, and uh, uh-huh. I feel like he's in his body. I feel like he's listening to me when I'm talking. He's present. He's mm-hmm. able to share his feelings. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful, Dr. Weiss. I hear that all the time. That's awesome. And I'm, I mean, I'm seeing it in, inside of this person's life and, in, and inside of their marriage um, to, to the point where not only do they have um, this beautiful hope and, we, you know, seeing all these beautiful signs and God doing all this awesome things, they want to help so many other people now. Um, and, and I love that. Um, they just want to tell everybody, too, about the Heart to Heart Counseling Center and um and just share their journey um because they were in the dark too i i think for a long time um do you ever talk to men who say i wanted to get better but i didn't know how to get to point b like i didn't even know oh yeah there's generally there's generally guys who just don't know mm-hmm. how to do intimacy and mm-hmm. and those guys are the easiest to work with because once you give them the tool set they can start working on it. You know, we have a, a product called Marriage Mondays. I mean, even mm-hmm. that can give them the basic tools to do intimacy and connection with their wife, mm-hmm. you know, set up a dating schedule, set up you know, a sexuality connection stuff and all that. So there are some people like, you know, I just don't know. Okay, that's mm-hmm. Monday, but by Friday you're going to know. And then mm-hmm. after that, your wife's going to know if you apply what you know. If you apply what you know, mm-hmm. you'll be her hero. If you don't apply what you know, she's going to feel less than that. What about boundaries for a, a woman in, inside of a marriage? You know, you mentioned when we were talking about it in the beginning that a woman who loves the Lord, she's going to want to follow the word and do what she, you know, has, has the Lord has taught her to do. Sometimes I think boundaries for a woman can sort of get lost in the shuffle there that we feel like love means uh, you know, I never draw any boundaries. I never, how, how can, can boundaries help inside of this situation as far as, um, helping your husband change? You can't help him change. What you can do is he, he puts together his action plan and he sets mm-hmm. up consequences for himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if he doesn't stick to his consequences, then she would have a boundary like, okay, well, if you're not going to follow through with your consequences, then my boundary would be X which is something that she can do without his help. It's not a boundary is that I'm going to punish you because you can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The boundary is this is the action I'm going to take if that's the action you choose. I love that. That's really just good wisdom, I think, for boundaries in general, that a boundary is not for punishment. It's something that I'm going to do on my end um, because you can't control another person. I love that. Okay, I've got one more question, and then I want to go back and, again, just tell our readers how they can get connected with you and your... How many books did you say you have written? Close to 50 at this point. 50 books? That is incredible. That is incredible. Um, And I I want to go ahead and mention, too, that um, not only the books, but you've got DVD resources um, and you're the president of the American Association Association for Sex Ad- Addiction Therapy. Um, so you you have quite the the breadth of knowledge and the depth of knowledge. And um, and so what a great resource uh, for women out there for our listeners. 
My last question to you is for parents. Um, I'm a mom of two boys. My boys are actually, um, they've flown the nest now. But I'd love for you to share with women who have children. Because if if we want to, um, you know, be awesome parents and equip our children, what's the best thing that we can do to prevent children that don't know how to connect inside of our social media saturated world? Well, I think that, you know, praying with your children every day is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, having them share one or two feelings a day with you and you sharing one or two feelings with them a day is a good idea. And also just praising them and and allowing um, them to praise their siblings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important for them to learn how to nurture another person. And it's not something taught on a cell phone. Right. You don't get to watch it on TikTok. Right. Facebook is not a helpful thing. Right. You know, I mean, generally, social media dumbs people down socially. You know, yeah. It's kind of a funny, you yeah. know, thing yeah. that social media dumbs you down socially, but it does. Right, right. And offers you know, you'd rather that. sit at a restaurant and look at your phone instead of notice people walking by and maybe yeah. know somebody. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and so with this, um, and kind of going back to the whole object thing, with this idea of intimacy, anorexia, what you're essentially teaching men how to do is it's, I kind of equate this to, like if I, if all I ever ate was candy and I got the, the high off of candy and all of that, but I never mm-hmm. enjoyed God's provision of strawberries and maple sure. syrup and honey, which are sweets, but sweets that, that fill your body and, and give you what you need. What you're doing is you're pointing those things out really to a person who didn't know how to connect, but so they resulted to this, this object world and, uh, and, and giving them the tools and then in cutting that off, then you're inviting them into richer and deeper intimacy greater than they've ever experienced before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, we're, we're taking them into the real deal. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And because sex is sex, I mean, we don't sit around in church and talk about sex. It's it's not being talked about. And that's why I'm extremely grateful for what you are doing uh, with the Heart to Heart Counseling Center. And for those of you listening today, um, if this is something that you want to find out more about, uh, as I mentioned, Dr. Doug Weiss has a plethora of resources that you can connect with, uh, drdougweiss.com, intimacyanorexia.com, and we will also leave all these links for you inside of the podcast description, so all you have to do is uh, is to click and find them. Dr. Doug Weiss, in closing today, do you have anything else that you want to share with our audience? Well, you know what? I would say to the women, women, it's not your fault. Mm. Take the next steps for yourself. Get informed. And also, you know, just be sensitive to other women around you. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you hear these issues, you might be a little bit more intelligent about how to help them. Yeah. And so, you know, this is a mission field. Yeah. And uh, it's really important that women help women, encourage women, and that they don't in any way take responsibility for their husband's neglect of their soul. Mm. I love Just don't that. take any responsibility for that. I and my prayer that. would be that, you know, the women that are in this situation would fight for their own freedom and they can have it. Wow. 
I love that. That is such a beautiful note to end on. Dr. Doug Wise, I cannot thank you enough for the work that you are doing pioneering in this um, area of intimacy, anorexia, and I have witnessed firsthand the transformation that has happened because of the biblical truth that you are unlocking. And again, to our audience, I want to let you know that all the links we've talked about today will be in the podcast description, and I would encourage you to get informed, get connected, and find your freedom through God's truth. Dr. Doug Weiss, thanks so much again for being a guest on our show. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.